Christian culture or, and Catholic culture has died. At least in the Western world, our culture as Christians is now, one could say, dead. I think it's something that we need to look at in the eyes and acknowledge. Because if we don't, we'll keep on acting as if it is not. Sure, there does exist a subculture, and I would say that it is important to look at this point, the fact that the Western culture, at least, maybe not all the countries, the Western culture has more or less killed the Christian culture. We're now in a post-Christian world. And because of that, we need to create a subculture, a culture that goes against the grain, a culture that is markedly different from that of the secularized world. Sure, the secularism is a, for lack of a better term, bastard child of Christianity, meaning it was unintended child of Christianity. We did give birth to it, but nevertheless, it is no longer part of us. And if I look in history, how did the Christians first live? For the first 300 years, the culture was not Christian. And because it was not Christian, they gathered together in little groups. Throughout, throughout the Roman Empire and far, far beyond, they gathered together, creating little pockets of subcultures. And there's a saying that has existed from the beginning of the church. It says that the ground is fertilized by the blood of martyrs. And it is the blood of martyrs that gives birth to the church. And it is true historically. Our church has been founded upon the death of Jesus Christ. But it's also true in every single country and every single culture, we find that Christian culture has been born from martyrs. It hasn't been born from politics, but been born from martyrs. And that's a very important point to come back to. To not search to create that Christian culture by politics alone. Of course, we have to be active in politics. I'll be one of the strongest proponents of that. Of course we have to. But we should not imagine that we're going to change the culture by politics. We have to have something deeper. And that is the blood of martyrs. If a seed does not fall into the ground and die, it cannot bear fruit. If we look at all the great martyrs in history, we will see that to be true, but we don't have to go that far. If I look at my own life, if I look at my own history, I see that. 
I certainly would not be here before you today if it was not for my grandfather's death. My grandfather's death was so powerful in my life. He died on my 18th birthday. And his dying words were very simple, and they were directly to me. And it was to show God how much I love him and to climb every mountain. And it doesn't have to be the radicality of my grandfather's death, although that was very powerful. It was also all the daily deaths, the daily sufferings of my own family. When I would see my parents or my brothers and sisters struggling and crying out for God, and crying out for something more, there was like this profound longing within us that profoundly affected me throughout my life. And it was those seeds of death that gave life to me because it was a seed of hope, a profound seed of hope. And I think that each of us have those personal testimonies too in our life. If a family stays together today, it is because of this point because of the testimony of our brothers and sisters, because of the testimony of the blood of martyrs. If a seed does not die, it cannot bear fruit. It's a very important point to come back to, for if we're going to form a subculture, it is by the personal testimonies of each one of us. It is a life that transforms a culture not a simple point, not a simple law. It is culture that forms law. It is culture that gives birth to it. And if we find a society that is forming laws that go against a culture that brings about life, then it is no longer a Christian culture. And we need, as a people, to work against that, to form a subculture, and that begins with the family, to form a subculture, we need to form a subculture that goes against us. And again, how to do that? The blood of the martyrs. How do we live of the blood of the martyrs? Day to day, offering of my heart through day-to-day -day rosaries, through day-to-day -day prayer, through fidelity to confession, through the little sacrifice of offering my life, I give witness to the great sacrifice. I give witness to the fact that love is stronger than death, that our hope is real, that our hope that there is something greater than all this, that there is meaning to our sacrifice, remains firm. It is by the daily offering. And so let us ask that God might give us the strength to start to form this subculture that goes against the culture of the world, that goes against the culture in which at times we find ourselves. For it is this culture of offering my life 
that we find in families, that we find in parishes, that we find in our church, that will rock the gates of hell, will fight back the tides of the devil. And is nothing short of that. It is a culture that picks up its cross and follows him. That is a culture that is transformative and not transformed. And so let us not be afraid of a culture that goes against ours. Let us be all the more encouraged, for it is in those times when the church was not the main culture that often the light shined the greatest. It is in the darkness that the light is most prominent, that we see the furthest. It is in the darkness that we see the stars. And so let us not be afraid of the times. And let us run forth, pick up our cross, and live of the gospel by laying down our life out of love for our brother and love, most of all, for God, who is alive and is working today. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.